Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Happy socially distant Thanksgiving pod, friends. This is a what the hell were you thinking bonus episode. We originally recorded this episode back in 2015. We'd been doing the show for all of about six or seven months. And God, was the quality awful. I mean, you couldn't hear anything. It sounded like I was talking through a mouthful of whiskey. Oh, wait, yeah, I was actually talking through a mouthful of whiskey, but into a really cheap microphone and stuff. Either way... For this Thanksgiving, where hopefully you are sitting at home, sulking, angry, not around the people that you love because you don't really want to kill them, you'll have some time to tune in and listen to an episode of a podcast that if you'd been listening all this time, you would have already heard, but now re-recorded, and much, much better. So happy Thanksgiving, and enjoy episode number 35, Jesus, Uncle Dave is already drunk, Redux. Gavin! Oh! Oh, wait, that's right. I, I gave him the holiday off. Oh, I hate him. The following podcast contains... Only I didn't say fudge. And for gosh sake, watch your language. Watch your profanity. Right, I'm sorry. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you showed up at Aunt Marjorie's house for Thanksgiving already shit-faced, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Thanksgiving bonus edition of the show, Jesus Uncle Dave is Already Drunk, where we explain American holiday traditions to the rest of the world. Stay tuned. The What the Hell You Think Podcast is brought to you by Xanax, helping families stay together and civil for 40 years. The holidays are tough and God knows your parents are disappointed in you, so pop a Xanax and enjoy the day. No matter the occasion, Xanax is there to make the cutting remarks, prolonged sighs, and questions about your sexuality, marriage, lack of children, children, college, loans, drinking, or drug use just slide right off. Ask your doctor if your family is right for Xanax. If you would like to sponsor the show, ask your doctor for something stronger than Xanax because you need serious medication. Well, the holiday season is upon us once again, and that means spending time with family here with his advice on how to manage the holidays. Please welcome Drunk Uncle. We here at the What the Hell Were You Thinking Studios are sitting around drinking straight whiskey while trying to muster the courage to, well, if this were any other year, Uber our way to our parents' house for Thanksgiving dinner. It might be hard for you to imagine, but our opinions can be a touch controversial around the dinner table, and we usually go out of our way to stay as far away from family gatherings as possible. There's other ways to deal with the difficult situations around the holidays. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. But there are big drawbacks to most of them. And because we've recently learned we have international listeners, and for a hot minute there, we were slightly more popular in Norway than the rest of the world? Norway is a very cold place. That's all we know about it. 
So we thought we would take a minute to explain American pop culture references you've probably seen on the internet but don't understand. So sit back, have a lutefisk, and let us explain the American phenomenon of the drunk uncle. This is about Dave. In the United States, families gather to celebrate Thanksgiving on the last Thursday in November. The idea is to give thanks for good fortune and celebrate your family and friends. But during every Thanksgiving, there's at least one person who ruins the day for everyone. This person is called the uncle. Now, the uncle is not necessarily anyone's uncle. Indeed, he is rarely related by blood to anyone at said event. He can be a husband, though more frequently he is a second or third husband. Sometimes he's a longtime family friend, which no one in the family can quite remember making, yet seems to be present at every Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought he was your friend. The uncle's role in the traditional American Thanksgiving is to get drunk, make an ass out of himself. He, and it's almost always a he, should the uncle actually be an aunt, she still plays the uncle in this role. And the event plays out in the following 11 phases. Phase one, the uncle arrives, already intoxicated. At this point, though, he's still congenial, often amusing. The children love when drunk uncle arrives because he's guaranteed to provide entertainment for the next few hours. During phase one, the uncle will drink heavily and shout at the television while the football game plays. The Bears. Phase two. At some point in time, the uncle will loudly announce, I'm going to tell you what is wrong with this country. And at this point, the uncle's spouse, significant other, or friend will jump up and try to stop the uncle from espousing whatever political theory the uncle was fixated on at the moment. But the children will gather around trying to avoid being shooed away by parents. The uncle will then launch into a 20-minute monologue fixating on his unique view of whatever political party or political philosophy currently holding his attention on Facebook or whatever conspiracy theory he saw on Parlor that week. <laughs> Phase 3. After his rant, uncle will light a cigarette, drink his beer, and shake his head sadly. And he will almost quietly mutter the words, Wasn't like this when I was a kid. I'll tell you that. That's an important part of phase three. Because going into phase four, invariably, a younger member of the family will challenge the uncle's statements. Traditionally, this role is taken up by an 18 to 24-year-old who is home from college. No matter what is said, the uncle refutes this by implying that the youth has been brainwashed and is getting far too big for their britches. The uncle will also imply that formal education is a waste of time. The only knowledge worth possessing is learned from the school of hard knocks. You don't know shit about shit. Phase five. The youth will make some statement implying the uncle is drunk and or stupid, and both of these statements will be correct. Phase six. This will cause the uncle to repeat his earlier rant, the only difference being this time he will not only attack the current political party, but at least imply that minorities, women, gays, Muslims, or anyone else who is different than the uncle are destroying this country. And do not let him mention the words, I just don't understand why I can't just put it out there that all lives matter. No one, however, will be able to stop him. At phase seven, it is now when the uncle will use language unsuitable for children and they will be removed from the uncle's presence. What, you don't fucking think they hear this kind of shit at home, Bob? I've heard you when you're drunk. Moving into phase eight, the uncle will offer physical violence to the adult who tells him to shut up and stop making an ass out of himself. You think you can take me in, Edna? 
Come on, you old bitch. Give it your best fucking shot. There's rarely any actual violence, as the uncle by this time is far too drunk to even attempt to fight. He will, however, loudly offer to take on all comers. I will personally beat every one of your fucking asses. The only way he could injure anyone, however, is by falling on them. Moving into phase nine, the uncle must now attempt to leave, loudly demanding his car keys so he may travel to someplace where he is wanted. Where the fuck are my truck keys? I'm going to the Wet Willie where they like me, where they want me around. I don't even fucking know why I come to this shit. This fucking food is terrible. The uncle will not remember that he did not, indeed could not, drive to the dinner as his license is currently suspended after his fifth UI. Phase 10. Now so intoxicated he can barely stand, the uncle will urinate in an inappropriate location. If confronted, he will slur something to the effect of... <laughs> She ain't the boss of me. What the fuck does he think is my ex-fucking-wife? And then dribble on his shoes. And at phase 11, finally the uncle will pass out. Traditionally, he is left where he has fallen unless he's blocking the path to the dinner table or the bathroom. Later that evening, he will consume a meal of fast food attained at the only open venue in town, probably a Hardee's, and lament on not being awakened for dinner. Oh, man, nobody woke me up. You need to fix me a plate, man. And there you have it, the American uncle, an American tradition stretching back to Plymouth Colony, where Miles Standish's brother-in-law tried to pick a fight with the Indians and threw up noisily during the homily. I hope this little explanation helps you understand how we celebrate Thanksgiving in America, and I hope that you and your family are warm, safe, happy, and COVID-free. Before you sit down to eat at dinner, send someone out to make sure the uncle hasn't passed out on his back and vomited himself in his sleep. Nothing spoils Thanksgiving like the ambulance coming to pick up his dead ass. <laughs> that is it for this holiday bonus edition of the show. We hope that you are not home with your family and are, in fact, sullenly sitting in your house trying to figure out what the fuck this bag of guts for is inside your very first turkey. Want a pro tip? Just butter that bitch up and slide it in an oven roasting bag and forget about it. Perfect turkey. Every goddamn time. Been doing it for years. I could tell you to do all the usual stuff, rate and review, where to find his Patreon, blah, 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 but it's a fucking Thanksgiving, I'm not going to do that. What I am going to do is tell you that Drunk Uncle can also be a liberal Drunk Uncle, which is why I'm not allowed to drink during Thanksgiving anymore, even if there isn't a pandemic. Apparently, I might have convinced some people to vote for Nader in 2000, and I may have been responsible for the Bush administration. God, I'm so sorry. Never get drunk in Florida. So for me, Dave, you want to know what's wrong with this country? Bledsoe, producer, if you don't give me some time off for this holiday, I'm going to sue Gavin. And I gave it to him. And all the fictional relatives on the show, we want to say, I know you blame the alcohol for that incident at your wedding reception. But I wanted you to know I was stone cold sober. I just don't like your husband. We'll see you all for the regular show on your feed Monday morning. Have a great holiday. Trouble in high school. Can't smell that one.
What the Hell Were You Thinking stars Dave Bledsoe and features Gavin St. James and several fictional minions. The show is produced by Kimberly Steele and a part of the Seltzer Kings Podcast Network. You can find more information on the show on their website, whatthehellpodcast.com, or on Twitter at thehell underscore podcast, or on Facebook as What The Hell Podcast. Thanks for listening. I have no ending for this, so I take a small bow. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.